Welcome to the Skeptic Choir. of February 2013, episode 96. I am your host, Gary Long, and with me this week, as per usual, are Donald Swafford. Hello, hello, hello. Less not sick than normal, and <laughs> Craig Verine. That doesn't what? even make any sense. Let's not stick to less, normal? Less not sick. Than normal. Than, than previous weeks, actually. Less yeah. not sick than previous weeks. I, I thought you were talking about some guy named named Less Not Sick. Oh, I guess it should be More Not Sick. She's More Not Sick. Because Less Not Sick would mean you're more sick. Boy, these double negatives. How you doing, Greg? <laughs> he was just doing that because I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. <laughs> All right. So, how was everybody's week? Good. Okay. Good, yeah. Obviously, you were working all day. and Yes, busy at work were one of those things where you're supposed to do something, but someone else has to give you something so you can do that something, but they don't give you all the something you need to do the something, and then you can't do the something, and you have to tell someone that you can't do the something, and then nothing happens. Hmm. Sometimes. Somewhat. And that's the, somewhat <laughs> yes. yes, and that's the sum of everything that you've done. That's a summary. Right, yes. yes. Uh <laughs> I, I, I'm in that same boat with with my thesis right now. So, your feces? Thesis. Okay. <laughs> Actually, my project, which never no, doesn't matter. Donna, how about I you? I got nothing. That. Uh, no, that. you had you had something. Um, you had. Yeah, I have a broken stove at home that I spent the whole day shopping for. No, there was something you mentioned last week. It was. Um, uh, uh, a, a poster. A poster. Or a poster. Uh, about God. In, oh, in a high school. Sorry. Yes. Um, I she was to... sick. Yeah. Um, actually, I was up at one of the local high schools, and there was a very, very, very religious poster. Nice big cross on it, quote from Ephesians 4.8. I talked to the nurse who said, I'm not taking it down. I went to her boss who said, well... We have to weigh the nurse's free speech rights against, you know, the first, you know, the First Amendment and the Establishment Clause. And I went, no, that's not how it works. And so we had a little back and forth for a couple of days where he finally said, I'll contact our attorneys and see what they say. I'll get back to you next week. I was fully expecting to hear something by you know, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, about a week later. No, the next day I have a phone call from the attorney going, it's been removed. Wow. <laughs> um, go, girl. And are you sure it's Ephesians 4.8? Philippians 4.8. Philippians, because Ephesians 4.8, just in case you want to know, was that is why it says, and I'm going to use the New American Standard Bible because God yells in it, apparently. When he ascended on high, he led captive a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. But actually, the New International says, when he ascended on high, he led captives in his train and gave gifts to men. So that's not really... That's very inspirational. <laughs> I know. Well. Let's, let's look up Philippians. Or Philippians. I... Is this a book all about Phil Plate? It yes. says, 
Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if any if, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Yeah, that's not too bad. It doesn't mention God at all. Yeah, except for that big old cross at the top of the poster. That's a problem. Yeah, it's very <laughs> very kind of stealthy Christianese. It's not exactly like John 3.16 or something. Right. And the thing about it is, is on the poster, it doesn't quote, it doesn't say Philippians, blah, 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 blah. So I like I looked at it and I was like, so I actually o- had to go and look it up. So not only is it unconstitutional, it's also plagiarism. Yeah, pretty much because they didn't <laughs> cite their source. It's an unattributed quote. But it's been taken down, and like I said, I mean the attorney was. It's been taken down. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. I was just like, <laughs> is that their attorney or your their attorney? One of oh, those. It's, so it sounds like one of those few lawyers out there who's just been drained of all his soul and humanity. Yes. Just the you know the 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 bad apple in the group. But I did. I had when the principal had said, "Oh well, we need to weigh her First Amendment speech rights." At that point, I did contact the Freedom from Religion Foundation, and they have some really kick-ass attorneys who are all like, we can write letters! They were like, you let us know what you need. Got your back. (laughs) Because when I... You have to basically fill out a form on the FFRF's website Hmm. to get in contact with an attorney. So she emailed me, and she goes, I need more information. And so I had all of my copious little notes... (laughs) And I just like, you know, typed it all in. And I went, oh, by the way, here's a picture of it. And I said, and oh, by the way, here's a video from basically the nurse's office all the way around. And I stopped on it and, you know, to kind of put it. And she's all like, she was all like, you're fucking amazing. (laughs) She goes, people don't usually do this much. (laughs) I was all like, that's what you get with me. (laughs) I'm doing a documentary about it. Very cool. Yeah. The FFRF just um, filed a lawsuit against Twins for- Florist in Rhode Island mm. because of the whole Jessica Elquist not delivering flowers thing. So That's been, that's been a while coming. Yeah, but I, I, I guess maybe they just finally did it because there was an article about it this week. Yeah, yeah they just recently filed. Um, I'm worried that it's going to get backlash well, yeah. it, it is oh, kind of... Oh, picking on the little tiny floral shot. Oh, look at the big bad atheist. I mean, they, they are using it, basically saying it's a discrimination lawsuit, pro- refusing to provide services based on religion. Right. Which is perfectly valid. You, If, right. if they had refused because she was black, they would definitely would have had the same exact case. But if uh, she was in the KKK or was one of the Phelpses? It's still, okay? it's still it's still illegal. Discrimin- it's right. still discrimination. I agree with the lawsuit. I'm just worried about the backlash. And speaking about the Phelpses, yep. I don't know if you saw the news. I know Gary saw it. Two more of the Phelps Roper clan have broken ranks. So yep. congratulations to Megan and Grace Phelps Roper. Yes, indeed. So good yeah. luck. Well, at least they have lots of people who are willing to help. Well, them they've outside. got their uh, was it older brother? Is it uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Nate Phelps who's already out? Maybe he can. Yeah. Um, help. uncle, I think. Okay. Because I, I I believe that they are the daughters of Shirley Phelps Roper, and they were the ones who were like in all of the documentaries were like nice and bubbly and willing to talk. But anytime Shirley Phelps got to run, she's like, "No, you can't talk to them." Shirley Phelps Roper. 
That so explains Three's company now. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Thank you. Okay. That's why he had to pretend to be... Okay. All right. Right. Um, and the, these girls were also the one that got them into social media. Right. Twitter They're the ones Facebook that... Uh, Megan was the first one to start tweeting and all of that jazz. Um, like I said, it was really, you know, kind of interesting. I saw the interview with her today. And she basically, they had a sign that said, um, gays can't be redeemed. And she's all like, well, no, it's not what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And she started questioning. I guess while the family was out at a protest, she and the sister packed up and left. Wow. So, you know, many congratulations. I mean, they haven't busted over to the atheist side of the. No, I, I, <laughs> the one problem. of the one of the articles I read was talking about the new church that I think it was Megan was going to. Yeah. That she's going to a more liberal. mainstream liberal. Baptist, I, I don't know right? how mainstream. I don't know if it's just your. You know, now Average. she's gone into even like your standard evangelical <laughs> type people, or if it's kind of like New England kind of. Yeah, you come when you come. Who cares? There's no hell. It doesn't matter if it's that liberal. Probably not. Well, Probably. remember, that's also the process that Nate Phelps went through, was when he left, he went into a very evangelical church for many years, mm-hmm. and then, you know, joined the heathens. <laughs> yeah, the same thing happened with FFRF's Dan Barker. He he was he was a full-on preacher, evangelical whole thing, and he, he slowly but surely worked his way out to, well, I'll be a little bit more liberal, I'll go over here, or I'll be a little bit more liberal, I'll go to this church now. Well, and same just, with... Seth Andrews, Teresa McBain, Jerry DeWitt. And we're really starting to see this kind of movement. Of- yeah, well, it, with the the internet, it's so yeah. easy to find information. It's it's hard to stay isolated, which is why you have countries like Iran trying to keep it isolated in mm. South Korea so in that China. you can't hear anything that is a dissenting point of view. Yeah. And that is the wonderful double-edged sword of the internet right everything's out there yeah both good and bad and it's always going to be there yeah until the coronal mass ejection fries all of our servers (coughs) i agree let's speak about iran (laughs) just real quick okay go ahead uh they supposedly launched a monkey into space (laughs) and i is not that's not yeah. how they sound. <laughs> uh, this was a very small monkey. Yeah, isn't it a capuchin? Yeah, I think so. A cappuccino monkey? Yes. Okay. Really? Do, do we have to have the whole discussion about the difference such a sad little man. <laughs> yeah, but that has nothing to do with me not drinking coffee. But he'd gladly drink a capuchin. Yes. Mmm, <laughs> hot monkey. <laughs> hot monkey in the city. I was thinking hot about monkey, blended. Hot and see. Hot monkey, 103, or whatever that song is. <laughs> We've gone off the deep end. Wow. Um, yeah, that was about 93 episodes ago. <laughs> totally wish we were videotaping that one. 
his little Muppet moves. <laughs> I think it was Fozzie Bear. My belting Muppet dance. Yeah. yeah, it's a very Fozzie Bear. Um, it so, explains why I'm always walking around naked with just a neckerchief. On roller skates. With a hat? With a hat. Yeah, you have to have the hat. And the rubber chicken, which is just a disguised fleshlight, but more on that later. I thought that was Gonzo. No, 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 no. He's he talking about the plastic. He doesn't need a flashlight. He's got the chicken. Plastic. Yeah, plastic oh, chicken. Yeah. A little rubber chicken. Not plastic. Rubber. Are we sure it's rubber? Well, it's a flashlight. Well, it's kind of latexy. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, so I, I ran. Yeah, so I ran. I ran, I ran so far away. <laughs> yeah, 90s songs. 80s. <laughs> I remember when that came yeah, out. Yeah, because we were doing. Iran was blown away because of Reagan. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they shot a monkey into space. And, Kaboom. Um, I, I, there, there's there's video out there. I'll I'll post the the video. Uh, and it looks. It's qu- the it video looks is- like they at least shot a, a, a rocket up into space. Yes. Beyond that, who knows? Well, I mean, yeah, it, they didn't send it into orbit. Yeah, it okay. was just like 75 Str- miles up yeah, or something. So it's Stratosphere. Still, yeah, so it's still uh, technically space. It's near space. Yeah. Yeah, it's As not the to inner space, in which that- has Martin Short, and that's a whole but different they, thing. They've got it's a that video. gray area. Yeah, yes. they, they have a video where it has four different cameras on it. So it has... Um, just like sort of NASA does, you know, you've got a, a picture have, of the monkey, you have a picture of the tail of the rocket, you, you have, have a, a, a wide shot of the rocket, yeah, and, and then you have one of like the control room. Yes, just, and there was no, there was no um, Mohawk guy. No, Mo, yeah, oh. no. Uh, but he, he but was awesome. one thing that that's kind of weird is that the monkey shows no reaction right. from the launch and. And you'd think that you would see uh, a skin pulling back or the head moving a little bit. And no, it's just it doesn't even there. look like the eyes are moving. Yeah. And so, that's where I have the question. Yeah. So I saw that it was basically the monkey was strapped into this, like, styrofoam cube block uh-huh. of just his face was out. He looked right. like he'd been in a car wreck. Right. He, right. But he's, 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 he's strapped in there so he can't... Not that there's probably any controls. I mean, so you're saying from the video, it's not just that it looks like it was heavily sedated. Yeah, and you you know it'd be sedated. It's just it, it looks like just a video of a still shot of something just sitting there for yeah. ten minutes, nothing at all happening to yeah. it. Yeah, until until there's one moment, uh, like because it starts spinning, that the rocket starts spinning and the head doesn't move at all. Now, granted, it's in space so well there's but, still the centripetal yeah, centrifugal so you force. think you think you'd see a little bit of moment there and the only time you see it move is when it actually uh comes down on the parachute and then everything gets skewed and so it's just a really it's, weird yeah it's it's a weird video there's no reason why they couldn't have done it but the video that they have released doesn't leaves, look right leaves more questions than yeah. answers well there's also the second thing where you're going to talk about the second I, yes i am going to talk the, the, okay. the other one is that the picture that the new york post or whatever it is uh posted is there's the one picture that you see in the video and there's another picture that's a completely different monkey Right. right, it's it's the aftershot of the look. Here's the monkey. It survived right. the trip. And from from the the stuff that I can understand is I think that that is the 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 paper itself screwing up because according to uh, other people, that was actually a failed 2011 attempt, and the monkey died because the parachute didn't open. Oh God! I shouldn't laugh at that. Right, okay. and 
But there were also other things, like when they were pulling the monkey out of the, it's like a little container, I right. guess is how I want to, really bad phrasing, but I'm not sure it's, the wording. It's shrink wrap pack- packaging. Right. And they were examining it. Did you notice that the monkey wasn't really moving? Uh, yes, that's true. And But no, I guess there was a cut there, wasn't there? Right. There was some really weird cuts. There were, once they took it out, yeah, it you looked, weren't it really seeing dead. the face and yeah. everything. So there's there's so many layered questions in here that, uh, that even as an anthropologist and a filmmaker, I was going... Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I could see it if they had heavily sedated the monkey, sure. just to see if it would survive. Yeah, yeah. and the, that's the that's, what, that's what we did with the monkeys when we sent right. the dogs and monkeys. They all went but up. But the fact that you're saying that when it launched, there wasn't kind of that there that, wasn't any the cartoon like Richard Nixon effect. Yeah, of yeah. There wasn't there wasn't the shaking. There wasn't yeah. the monkey. I mean, so they either over sedated. The no, monkey. but even if it was over-sedated... You can't over the camera. You, you, it does move its head a couple of times, and it can move in, in its harness. But at no time during the launch uh, does it does it even... Like, that rocket right. is shaking. Right, you, and it's not... Yeah, there's more questions than answers, yeah. is basically... But the, the other thing that I also thought was really funny is when the monkey does start moving around at the end, when they're giving it the examination, there's a doctor, and I use that in, in air quotes, a doctor who has a mask on, but the oh, mask is only oh. over his mouth and not over his nose. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> so, it, you know, technologically, I think they could have done it. I think I think they didn't. Well, we have to be careful not to, <laughs> We have to be careful not to be like the moon hoax denying kind of um, schmucks who just look at a, a picture without any expertise and don't and assume that oh it must be fake because I believe I want to believe it's fake. We, yeah, no, I, I'd like to right, believe yeah. that they could do it, and right. we know that they have the technology. Yes. Well, and Adminajad is you know hedging his bet because yeah. he's already said that he wants to be the first Iranian in space. God damn it! Apparently. Despite the fact that he wasn't, because apparently there was a female. Who basically paid like a couple million oh, well, to the yeah, Russians but from their technology? From, yes, right. But he won't be the first Iranian in space. Yeah. Ah. Well, you know. Well, he might be the first one to blow up on the launch pad because there's a big difference between launching a monkey and launching a human. <laughs> yeah, and, but yeah. I'm willing to bet that members-only jacket he wears will survive. <laughs> Everything from the '90s survives. '80s. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Uh, I guess birthday. we need to move to birthdays. We have birthdays? Yes, we're at about 20 minutes in, so we might as well do birthdays. Um, okay, born today, February 6th, 1963. Any guesses? Not the person that I wanted. Well, who did you want? It Mary Leakey. Mary Leakey, yes. I, I, I realize that she's all science-y and anthropologically she, relevant to you. Yes. She took women into the the fossilized footprints of man. Yeah. She's awesome. She is awesome. But I wanted to talk about someone who wasn't awesome. Okay. Uh, could you repeat the, the clues? Because I wasn't... Okay. The first clue is born in 1963. Okay. Uh, the second clue is that um, he, he has been convicted of um, felonies. Ooh. Including credit card fraud, larceny, and that's before he got into the thing that makes him famous for skepticism. But he's not a good person, so who do we know? 
Andrew Wakefield. <laughs> no, I don't think he's been he's, convicted. Yeah, and he's also like probably born in the fifties. Um, uh, nationality is he American. Um, yes, American. I believe he was born. Where was he born? He was born in Massachusetts. So he's one of those East Coast hippie liberals. Hey, hey watch it. <laughs> um, hey, you're from Jersey. All that's right. East Coast. So uh, uh, give us some clues on his badness. Um, Other than credit card fraud. This may be yeah. a huge clue or maybe a like... It, is it religious uh, in nature or is it psychic in nature or is it... No, it's it's more kind of um, traditional skepticism in nature. The the clue that I think may give a lot away... <laughs> Ufologist? But may, only maybe after the fact is they. The giant ants? Oh, that's them. No. Um... <laughs> They he he has been successfully sued by the Federal Trade Commission. And uh, Lyndon LaRouche. No, he's older has been that. fined millions of dollars. Uh, uh, Donald Trump. No, he's older than that, too. Two. <laughs> <laughs> they? He's written a lot of books. They. Oh. they. The only thing they is I can think of is they live. Yeah, and I can <laughs> go movie. into Whitley Stryber, but I'm pretty sure that's not this, it. This will go with the they part. Infomercials. Oh, um, oh, curse the luck. <laughs> I gotta Once curse again. the luck out of him. It's, oh. I know, I know, I know who this is. I don't know his name. Just tell us. Uh, all the things that they don't want you to know, that yes. guy. Uh, Natural cures that yeah. they don't want you to know. More weight loss cures that they don't want you to know. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Kevin Trudeau. Trudeau! Yes. Of course. Born 63, uh, yes, he was, before he got into all the natural cure stuff, he was, um, what was it? He was like, back in the 90s, he was convicted of posing as a doctor and depositing false checks, stealing credit card information, uh, social security number, and of the mega memory product that he was selling at the time, um, and spent a couple years in jail for that. And then he moved on to things like his Nutrition for Life multi-level marketing program, which was basically um, sued by, I think it was the state of Illinois and Michigan, those two states, sorry, um, for basically operating a pyramid scheme. And then he really got into the full-fledged kind of, um, you know, memory tricks and, you know, the the cures for diseases that they don't want you to know about. There was this whole thing where he had like a... a a weight loss loss product based on some 1950s outdated um, protocol that he in his book he said that his weight loss book this is a natural easy way at home that you can lose weight it's nice and easy don't worry about it but when you actually read the book you have to take daily injections of like a <laughs> hormone that is hard to get and you have to have a strict so it's exercise not eat, and it's not and, eat yes. less exercise more just no. I just want to point something out so I googled him just because I was like I had the picture on my mind wanted to make sure that it was matching up he even looks like a douchebag right okay. but it says when you Google him, and it's got the little sidebar thing, it says, people also search for Albert T.W. Simeons, okay, Michael Savage, and Alex Jones. That cracks me up. <laughs> and he's right up there with those two nut jobs. Alex yep. Jones. Gonna, I want to call in now. <laughs> <laughs> Just to watch him, like... Flail? Oh, no, I yeah, I want to you know tell him I was abducted by aliens. 
<laughs> so right now, after you know, he's famous for having done his books and trying to sell his products through his infomercials. He, the Federal Trade Commission said you can't do that. You're making unsubstantiated claims, but he can still sell his books via infomercials. But he can't make any claims on his infomercials. Right. But he still does apparently. A lot of people complain. Um, over the years, that his books and his infomercials are just really ways to get people to sign up for his subscription website and newsletter that is like 80 bucks a month or something like that. Really? Wow. Yeah. Hey, listeners, uh, if you'd like to receive the podcast directly to your email, <laughs> sign up for $80 a month. <laughs> uh, listening to our podcast will help you lose weight. And listening to your podcast, our podcast will help you lose friends. Yeah, uh, yeah, and make your smile brighter. And we'll cure your debt. Yeah. No, no, you can't use the word cure. We'll help you with your debt. <laughs> yes, it'll help. Yes. It'll help you with all life's problems, especially those annoying friends you may have. So sign up yeah. at yes. skepticwire at gmail dot com. <laughs> well, in the PayPal link. On the website. Yeah. So he's been into all sorts of things. <laughs> Some of his books are more about the law of attraction. There's a lot of herbal remedies. He, you know, he talks a lot of stuff about chemotherapy is worse than the cancer or that deodorants have too much aluminum in them or all really? those. Really? Too yeah. much aluminum? Yes. You'd think if they had a lot of aluminum that people going through uh, the checks at the airport would send them off. The metal detectors? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently not. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, also AIDS is a hoax. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a common And one. it's sunscreen, not ultraviolet radiation that causes skin cancer. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, so pretty much if you want to research any of the stuff he's written, he's written about, there are great places like Quack Watch will help you figure out you know, what of his claims are, are ultra bogus. Because it's a whole lot of conspiracy mongering of that the FTC and the yeah, drug it's companies... it's no different than natural news. Yeah, they just like don't that. want you to have the cures because it's it's more profitable to not cure the diseases, except for the fact that all these kind of people are always... I don't know if he's anti-vax, but the same kind of um, mentality is people saying, well, the, the drug companies just want to give you vaccines so they can keep making money, except for the fact that vaccines don't make them a lot of money. Nope. So that's He's why I anti-vaccine. Of... Okay. Of course he is. I didn't know for sure, so I didn't want to Vaccines paint him with a Vaccines immunity. The country no show. <laughs> so I, I'll, yeah. I'll just end up with, there was an, uh, an interview with him uh, in the Washington Post back in 2005 that I think um, there's a section that describes how he was talking about um, how he was in the 1990s arrested for credit card fraud and all that before he got into the natural cures right. and all that. Um, that really kind of shows. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the middle finger comes out and is extended in honor of me being a jerk. Yes. <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> The, the the article from the Washington Post is about him getting arrested back in the 90s, um, and it shows just how the brain of these kind of people work, because Kevin Trudeau mm. has been he's, – he's like one of those whack-a-moles that you, <laughs> you beat him down, and he just pops up in another way. He says, like, well, well – he's I, looking for that easy, easy yeah, buck. Yeah, you know, he went from – all these various different things to make a quick buck. It doesn't matter what the research is, but this is kind of gives you an idea into his psychology. Now it's mm -hmm. not a direct quote. It's from the article talking about how he's talking about, but 
Um, I thought this was very, very meta, very interesting. I know it's a little bit long, but I, it's it makes it encapsulates <laughs> this guy very well. He's talking about the the 1990s crimes that he was convicted of. And he said, they were youthful indiscretions, and not as bad as they sound. Wait, 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 wait. He's not from the South? It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's how I quote everybody. Oh, okay, fine. Go ahead. They were youthful indiscretions. They're not as bad as they sound. And besides, they were partly the fault of other people. And besides, he has changed. The larceny, he explains, is a series of math errors compounded by the, <laughs> quote, mistake, unquote, of a bank official. As for why the bank thought he was a doctor, that was just simple misunderstanding. <laughs> because he jokingly referred to himself as a doctor of memory. He still can't quite believe he was prosecuted for these larceny charges. Give me a break, he says. So no. very much, oh, it's just an under misunderstanding. It's other else's. people's yeah. fault. I'm a perfectly nice guy. Just teeming to the brim with cognitive dissonance about how he is a good and honest person just trying to help everybody out where, you know, he, part of his settlements misunderstood, for, man. for being convicted by the Federal Trade Commission has been things like they, they took homes away from him and luxury cars. He's not hurting for money. Right. So, I mean, he was fined for some $35, $40 bil million dollars. Because yeah. he, he, which is he, nothing. He violated his the yeah. order that he could not make these claims. I remember when on that the, came out. On the and I was like, "Oh, four million dollars," and he makes no, forty. Forty. Yeah, forty million. Oh, but for him, that's still kind of a drop in the bucket. So Kevin Trudeau, we we don't like people like you who <laughs> prey on the ignorance of others. But yay, Mary Leakey. Thank Yay! <laughs> Who is awesome. not the person of the day? Yeah, but she today is on the Google. Been, today Google. would have been her hundredth birthday. Google Doodle for today, which of yes. course, by the time you hear this, will have been two days ago, if not three, or five weeks, because who knows when people? No, no, no. It's, it's and... always it's always only two days later after we put this podcast up that people listen to it. It's like Groundhog Day. You're a strange, strange man, Gary. Hmm. So we are actually recording this on Wednesday the 6th, as has been said at the beginning of this podcast. But by the time this comes out, it's going to be a couple of days later. And so we thought we would do some, some Valentine's Day stuff. Not even Valentine's Day, just sex. Sex and myths and obesity. And I really don't know how this is going to work. So, Greg, why don't you just bring us into it? Because Valentine's death is all... Uh, Val Valentine's death? <laughs> Holy shit! shit. <laughs> well, that was a bit of a Freudian penis. Okay. <laughs> Valentine's uh, Day... Put the knife down! Put the knife down! <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's Day is all about myths and obesity and sex. Is that your point of view, Gary? Someone call their cops. <laughs> Greg stabbed us. Be good, and I'll put a tourniquet on that. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Um, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> that you associate Valentine's Day with myths, obesity, and sex. Well, no, those are the articles that were posted, and we thought... And we had a discussion on our on our uh, secret site about talking about Valentine's Day because that's next week. Um, but sex came into that because uh, usually some people who have someone to have sex with on Valentine's Day tend to get some. You would hope so. 
if they're good. Especially if they follow the Dan Savage advice, which is fuck first. Ah. Rather than going out and have a big, heavy, carb-filled meal and having dessert and then coming home and being so tired and exhausted and sleepy that you just go to sleep and you miss having sex. So have sex first, and then in that afterglow, go out for dinner. Okay, moving on. Uh, That's really all we're going to talk about. That's not how my Valentine's Day goes. so let's let's see which which article because there there were some sex myths that were busted. Yes, uh, and one of well, them not 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 just sex, sex myths, myths, just obesity myths. 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 Well, it wasn't just obesity. I mean, because maybe I'm looking at a different article than you are. No, Why don't you we just are. go talking. No, I think we're to- talking. They they call them obesity myths exposed, but then they talk about how many uh, calories sex burns, and that's not really an obesity myth. That's just a thing about calories burned during sex because everyone knows that you know about 300 calories are burned during sex no they're not so maybe yeah, it should no have been weight loss myths <laughs> oh, not necessarily obesity oh, because not go. everybody who wants to lose weight <clears throat> is obese exactly so uh thank you thank you for clarifying <laughs> so the one of the biggest myths that they that they busted supposedly myth busted is that sex burns 300 calories no per session why is that myth busted gary i've i've heard this and uh and it makes sense that this is not true as they say uh because if you just think a little bit about it um okay hold on i'll give no no not about no god oh Okay, then I'm not going to. I'm not going to stand up from this table for a little while. Yeah, okay, let's just let's just think about the 300 calories for a moment. Oh, he's thinking about chocolate now. Still not going to stand up, are you, Greg? <laughs> chocolate flashlight <laughs> from AdamandEve.com. <laughs> Actually, a chocolate flashlight would probably be a bad idea. Yeah, probably not a good sugar idea. and the genitals yeah, not a good combination. Yeah. Um, uh, so, 300. Oh, so 300 calories yeah. for sex. Now, now I have I have an app on my phone. As that, I do. That, that it's, it, it's Lose It is the one that I use. And there's some other ones that, that other people use. And they're great because you can track how much you eat. And then if you do exercise, like even vacuuming the house for 30 minutes, you can put that in as exercise. Right. And, you know, I do work out. I, I go for runs and I do, like, some pretty hard workouts. But if I run... For about 15 minutes, it only tells me I burned about 81 calories. Yeah, if, if, I, if, I, <laughs> if, I, if I do an elliptical machine for about 45 minutes, it's... Maybe 100. a 100. No, no, it's it's a few hundred, because that, that's a constant re- exercise for that amount of time. Okay, yeah, and that's, that's full body. You're moving yeah. your arms, you're moving your legs, everything's going everywhere. And now, But when you have sex, not so much movement. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's the kind of thing where if you're having sexual activity, which includes the making out, the foreplay, the various spaces, and all that, and then, and on all that. First space. <laughs> <laughs> run! Run! Go! Go! <laughs> Second base! <laughs> all right, that was a little disturbing. And he's safe at third! <laughs> Head first. <laughs> In addition, my cardiologist said basically, can you climb a set of stairs? Yeah. Then you're fully capable of having sex, which is a <laughs> lot less strenuous right. than, say, 45 minutes on an elliptical. True. But, you know, yeah. you've got 
sex, the actual act of the the uh, 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 part of sex. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> See what they're grunting? The grunting burns at least two calories. All of that, the the actual kind <laughs> the of screaming ten. movement sex in, involved, <coughs> the movement sex part of sex right. is a matter of minutes. Like you said, at most maybe fifteen, and you're not constantly moving that whole time. You're switching and slowing down and speeding up, and it's not a constant like cardio exercise. Right. So so yeah. three hundred calories are not going. No, but you may lose three hundred calories when you come. But um. <laughs> If you're, you're a male, gain that back. if you're a male, <laughs> oh, women can come too. Well, I, I doubt if female ejaculate is quite as rich in calories as male sperm, uh, male semen. Sorry. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, 300 calories for uh, a short amount of activity. Even if you even if you are doing the whole tantric thing, which goes on for hours, Bruce. according to Sting. <laughs> there goes Craig going for the Kleenex already. <laughs> I thought it was a sock. Could be a sock. <laughs> Wrong. Wow. <laughs> like 12 <laughs> yep pure isle entertainment welcome 80 dollars a month uh <laughs> <laughs> or you can just get it for free fine whatever um sorry where was i i don't remember <laughs> the stupid joke put the weather's talking about out of my mind so Basically, you're just not doing enough activity. I mean, even strenuous... I, I, I suppose if you're doing gymnastic sex... Uh, you were talking about tantric sex. Tantric sex, that's right. Yeah, so even if you're going if you're going on for an hour or so, or two hours like Sting is, uh, first of all, you're... You're not you're, necessarily moving that whole time. Sometimes right. you're just meditating and being and staring at each other's eyes it, longingly. Right. exactly. So, yeah, 300, not so much. So that was the first one that they busted, and boy, aren't we all disappointed in that. <laughs> well, there are plenty of good reasons to have sex that aren't necessarily weight loss. This more, is true. More likely you want to probably lose weight so that you can more have easily have sex. sex. Yeah. Um, and of course, the number one reason to have sex is, yay sex. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> it feels good. good. <laughs> exactly. Can be and a- if it doesn't feel good and it's not fun... You're not doing it right. Or with the right person. Well, let's just say you're not doing it right because you don't actually need another person involved. True. AdamandEve.com. Or um, Kleenex brand. (laughs) (laughs) Or uh, 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 gold toe uh, socks. I've, I've, never, I've never understood the, the jerking off into a sock thing. I don't get that. No. Apparently, I don't know. I just, I guess I just don't do laundry that often, so I wouldn't, <laughs> anyone, I wouldn't want something sitting around that long. Well, you know, you know it's done, you just throw it against the wall, it sticks, and then you just drag it off the wall, and you have to go wash it out. And that's Gary's <laughs> childhood. <laughs> 
I so, you all better just appreciate my um, ability to not say things because I had a really rude comment. Go ahead. Yeah, because I've been Yeah, we back. haven't been holding ourselves back. Come on. Why should no, you No, the look- rude comment was about, you know, you don't have to have somebody else, and Greg would know. Yeah, that's true. It's been a while. <laughs> Gary's checking his phone. Yeah, sorry. Like I said, flashlight order from AdamEve.com. <laughs> when is that the- rubber doll going to come? Yeah. <laughs> that's what he's checking on his phone. So we've just spent the last five, ten minutes talking about the the weight loss obesity myth of, of you don't burn that much calories during sex. Right. We should probably spend at least like a minute, maybe 30 seconds on the other six or seven myths that they talked about in this article so we don't seem like complete pervs. Okay. Just mostly pervs. Just mostly. Um, one thing that I thought was, was interesting is they said that a, a PE class in schools aren't worth the effort. Because hmm. you, and the reasoning was because you don't spend enough time doing actual activity in PE class. Yeah, I remember things like they would give us a five minute run, a warm up run or something, yeah. and we play like dodgeball or or yeah, you know, but something it, it, basic like that. Yeah, but they they, they miss uh, they miss a lot of why PE class is important. One is it gets them out of their freaking chairs. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, you know. <laughs> We're really, especially at that age, we're not supposed to be sitting on our asses all the time, eight hours a day. And it's just, I don't think it's healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I grew up in a time when PE was a, a good part, you know, it was a, it was a full uh, 45 no, minutes or whatever. You yeah. had PE in a, at least once a week, because I know I had yeah. it twice a week. Yeah. In addition, you had a, a good recess, a good 30-minute right. recess after lunch. In addition, yeah, like two I'm, I'm smaller ones. I'm conflating recess and PE. Yeah. So, both, yeah. but you need both of those. You need right. both. You need the ability to get out in fresh air, run, burn off some of that energy, which... So you can sit around for the rest of the day. day and, and, and do multiplication facts. Yeah. An- another good thing or about history. gym classes is, even though it never worked on me, it does kind of... Um, well, teach you the idea that exercising is good and get mm-hmm. you into patterns. Yeah, and you can also uh, pick up a lot of hopefully good tips on just how mm-hmm. to stay a little bit healthy. I mean, granted, you're not thinking about that when you're. Uh, you learn 11. how to do a sit up right or something like that. Even yeah, or even cheat in- at them. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, like because I mean, in in my elementary school, our PE coach, he had also like these things like where like if you could do 25 double jumps with a a jump rope you got your name up on the board Hmm. and so that was you know always and he did it with like push-ups and sit-ups and he was really encouraging kids to push themselves physically but not just strength moves he did it with also flexibility and you know, because not he was everybody's very... good at the strong thing. You might be able to be good at the running thing, so your name is up there somewhere. Right. Except that they probably wouldn't do that much anymore because it's competitive. Right. And we have to <clears throat> we have to keep our kids from being all competitive, which kind of is a detriment to gym classes, is because you're not trying to push yourself to run stronger or win the game because it can't be competitive. Nobody can lose. Everybody has to get a trophy. <laughs> well, Mr. McCorkle was 
kind of like Mr. Woodchuck, if you've ever seen the movie. He was very much... Have you seen the movie Woodchuck? Or- what? <laughs> no. What I don't it? even know. I, I know Mr. neither of those names. Mr. McCorkle. Mr. McCorkle was my... my and and Mr. Woodchuck. Are, the Billy Bob Thornton movie? movie? Yeah, Mr. Woodcock. 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 Sorry. Oh, no. Have you seen the movie? Basically, no. he is the epitome of all PE coaches. Yeah. Where they're all, he's all like, that's Evil. a rhetorical, take a lap. You know, you make every single kid. I understand your parents are dead. Take a lap. <laughs> right. Um, so speaking of your parents are dead, one of the other... <laughs> I was just trying to get us off into another topic. Um, into a happy topic, apparently. Yes, uh, one of the other myths that they were saying was that um, snacking leads to weight gain. And that's what they're, they're saying that's a myth, that... It's not necessarily snacking that can lead to weight gain because maybe you're not snacking all the time. Maybe you're having healthy snacks. You're having fruit or yeah, something. Yeah, that that to me is like quibbling though. Yeah, where <laughs> it's it's really all about if you you allow yourself to snack a little every once in a while. Either you're tiding yourself over between meals, or yeah, you know, see, the, or it, if you limit your cal- caloric in- intake in other ways, you can re- reward yourself with little snacks every yeah, once yeah. in a while. And, and it's more. And, of the but big... that's a, but that's a diet thing, right? Yes. So the, the snacking between meals. If you're having full meals three times a day and then you snack in between, that's probably not good. But it depends on the snack because if you're having fruit or or vegetables or something like that, um, like something high in fiber. Um, or it's Valentine's Day. Have a handful yeah, of nuts. But I'm talking on, on a regular basis, like five five days a week. Whenever you're, I know, <laughs> five five days a week. Um, and so you're actually eating. It's not just the three meals a day. You're actually eating maybe five meals because you're mm-hmm. snacking between lunch and dinner because it's such a long time, which makes sense because you get hungry. But that's what when I hear snacking, that's what I, that's what I think of is a right. it's part of your diet rather than. Oh, uh, like I bought some some uh, jelly babies the the other day, right from Costco because because you they, can. Well, they they called out to me and I couldn't resist. <laughs> but they are jelly babies, so yeah, yeah, they're jelly babies. They're awesome. There's yeah. a big difference between the snacking, which is I'll just have a granola bar in between lunch yeah, and yeah, dinner, yeah. tide myself over, or you get home from school and you're sitting on the couch staring at a TV for three right. hours and you're munching from a bag of chips. Yeah. It's yes. a big difference. Yeah. So the myth that snacking in and of itself leads to obesity, that I get. It's right. the type of snacking. It's the recurrence of st- snacking. Right. It's the snacking of snacking. I couldn't think of a third one. That's why like, you don't always it's have like to Rick think Perry. about it. I couldn't think of a third one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, snacking leads to weight gain. Not necessarily. And probably not, generally speaking. Uh, regularly, regularly, okay, so eating breakfast Helps prevent obesity. Regularly. And, uh, regular. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> I'm not corpsing, however. I'm still having fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, look at that. Uh, <laughs> that okay. So, they, they basically said uh, no effect on weight. For, for two studies found that eating breakfast doesn't affect the weight, but but there is that idea of keeping <clears throat> keeping your your metabolism regular throughout the day, and, and that's that's why a lot of the the lifestyle changes that people recommend is you have small meals and then snacks in between those meals, so you're constantly 
uh, eating throughout the day. So that kind of combines these last two things, which, <laughs> which is one saying that breakfast is is the only way to prevent obesity or something like that. That's a myth. But yeah. also the idea that snacking is is bad for you is a myth because if you have small meals often, you know, little like snacky meals throughout the day. It's not so bad. It's it's the right. total cal- caloric yeah, it, intake. It, you have to you have to burn as many calories as you take in to maintain. Right. It's basic math. <laughs> yeah. That's that's just it. So if A I, plus oh, B oh, equals fat. Yeah. Obese people, I think they eat breakfast. <laughs> so do thin people. Yes. So that, that I don't even know where they got that one. Um, however, I actually that's not true because as I said, I do understand. The, the whole trying to keep your metal, metabolism going all all day, and um, part of the, that goes back to the gym classes thing right. of trying to get kids active throughout the day. Right. And, and speaking of gyms, well, and I'm just saying that kids. I mean, I know back in our day, having that break was important to me. It, it's very. It's important. And that's it's the problem important that to, for your brain yeah, to get to up shut down for and, a and do something other than what you're supposed to be doing. Right. I mean, we know that in college, for crying out loud. Uh, as, an, as an older person, <laughs> I understand that, you know, maybe every couple of hours I need to not work on whatever I'm working on, especially if I'm on a tough problem, you know, yeah. trying to figure something out. Take some, take some time, do something else, and then come back to it, because... Your brain you. needs to to regroup. It's yeah. good for you in general. It's good for you physically to get up and get moving and right. get blood flowing so you don't faint or something. Right. It's a good idea for your brain so that you can start anew and, and fresh on your ideas. What? <laughs> and, and three, it's good for your eyes because if you're staring at a computer screen or a book for hours at a time, you need to refocus on something further away so that... What? <laughs> So you don't, like, overexert your eyes. <laughs> he made a snide comment. He doesn't even realize it. <laughs> oh, he doesn't realize it. Okay. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying not to laugh. That's not going in the podcast, guys. <laughs> oh, no. I was just trying to power through it. Okay. So the the, the other one that they, they found was that um, not... Uh, setting overly ambitious goals can lead to frustration and less weight loss. In other words, if you don't meet your goal, then you'll get you'll just throw up your hands and go, "Ah, that's enough." Anecdotally, I kind of can see that. Yeah, I, I do too. Now, whether the evidence, the 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 numbers of seeing thousands and thousands of people, whether that they're able to do that, I don't know. Yeah. Anecdotally, you look at the people who are on the, the weight loss TV shows where they've got this highly structured environment where they have these big goals to try to lose 100 pounds or whatever. Yeah, but see, that's that's also a very different environment. Because, exactly. But but that's an ambitious goal right. that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that they lose faith. Right. And, and but, the, but the thing is, of course, it, all, it, it does come down to personality because some people, like if, if – when I wanted to lose 15 pounds, uh, you cut your arm off. Yeah, pretty much. Well, my leg and part of my arm and plucked out an eye, shaved my head. It, it depends on your personality because some, some people like that goal. <laughs> so, okay. no, I just looked down and I got a dog staring <laughs> at, up at me. Stop with the peanut butter. We, <laughs> we get it. You love your dog. 
Who's your good girl, Harpo? <laughs> um, so, you know, so, some people respond to having a big goal, and some people respond to the, the, the slow and steady. Um, it there are hares and there are tortoises. Yeah, and there's people in between. Because some things, I'm, not, I'm like, yeah. Harry tortoises. <laughs> On AdamandEve.com. <laughs> Pretty sure that that's available. Yeah. So, so, so some people like that big goal, and other people don't. And I, I and I, I go back and forth depending on what I'm doing, on whether the big goals, you know, what I'm going for. So, uh, but the, one, one thing that was interesting about this is there's some controversy about this article, in that a lot of the the people who who did this, because it's kind of a meta study, right? Uh, going back through a whole bunch of different papers, and um, the controversy is a lot of the people who, who did this study have close ties to a lot of uh, pharmaceuticals, uh, doctors, uh, weight loss products. And so there's a question on like the whole uh, recess and PE thing. I was like, oh, well, are they trying to push their own uh, diet pill by, by doing this? And that's a, that's a really good question. It's a valid question. Yeah. and. I mean, it, at least not in the articles that I've seen, which are obviously summaries of someone else's writing. It never said, so what you should do is buy a pill. Or, right. so what you should do is buy this book with this fad diet and become a Uber, Atkins, vegan, fruitarian uh, thing. Right, yeah. Well, where are they selling? Uh, because uh, uh, Marion Nestle, or Nestle, of uh, New York University said, I can't quote... <clears throat> said, quote, I can't understand the point of the paper unless it's to say that the only things that work are drugs, bariatric surgery, and meal replacements, all of which are made by companies with financial ties to the authors, end quote. Well, and, uh, and the, 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 the researchers who signed the paper, she says, uh, provided a, a very big list of the companies that they've been paid to work with, and it takes up like half a page in small print. At the back of the paper, but they did publish it. Well, they did publish yeah. it, and but that's the disclosure that they're supposed to do in an academic paper. Yeah, I, I haven't actually read the original paper itself, so I, I couldn't find. I don't it, know if, if if they're actually saying that the whole idea of the basic thing is diet and exercise, diet and exercise, is the best. Yeah, it, best versus drugs. I don't know if they say they're not, but it may. I like the idea of this article saying that essentially these kind of. Old wives' tales about, oh, this is how you lose weight. You know, make sure you have a breakfast or never, ever snack under any circumstances. You got to kind of look at the evidence for that and say, yes. well, okay, hold on a second. We should have, you know, gym classes are nice, but they're not the only thing that's going to stop kids from being obese. You also have to look at things like sugary drinks and snacks in school mm -hmm. or what are they doing when they get home? How how active do their parents make them? Are they involved in a sport? Yeah, or? there's a whole bunch of stuff that isn't identified or talked about. Certainly not in the in the articles that we yeah. read. Again, we didn't we take anything you read with paper. a grain of salt, but yeah. yeah, there's some science there. Yeah. So when we started this talk, we were um, going on and on and on and on about sex, and then we finished. And then we finished. We're going to talk a little bit more. Uh, we're going to talk about the beginning of sex. Not primate sexy times. Heavy sex. petting. Uh, but there was a study, a self-reported study, of course, 
that determine that how we lose our virginity shapes our entire sexual life. Um, Those yeah. are big words. Yeah, yeah I don't. And, I don't like this. This study one little bit. Yeah, and the article by um, losing our virginity, they mean your general sexual outlook, and by shaping your entire lives, they mean the next one to four years. Right. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So not so much. Then. So yeah, my my two big problems of this were that it was a study of two hundred six. Uh, women and 113 men, so very small sample size. And it was a study of college undergraduates, Hmm. which was people in their late teens, early 20s, who have only recently started having sex. But apparently were fucking like monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much like bonobos. So basically, it was just people who most recently started having sex. So that doesn't shape your entire sexual life. Yeah. It shapes your next few years where you're kind of cautious the next time you learn from your mistakes. And but when you're that get... age, everything affects your life. Yes, right. exactly. <laughs> and if we learned anything from Dan Savage, besides the fuck first on Valentine's Day thing, you, it gets better. Yeah. Oh, I... thank God it does. <laughs> <laughs> But one of the things that they determined was that if you had a positive experience, you'll have a positive experience later. And if you had a negative experience, it's going to be negative. But they didn't really approach that maybe you, if you were a positive person, that you actually had a positive first-time experience. Or if you had a negative experience your first time, maybe you've only been with that one person for yeah. a couple of years and you keep having a negative experience. Yeah. So there's a, there's a giant holes in this hypothesis. The quote is, anxiety and negativity experienced when losing one's virginity was associated with a lower overall sexual functioning. What if you're just anxious and negative? Yeah. Like, oh, let's say half of every teenager that I know. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So... We just thought we'd throw that in because we're not yeah, really going to delve on this That's study. the thing. We, we, we always dogpile on these tiny little studies where, you know, it, there's a small sample size. There are so many things you could look at, so many conflating factors. It's probably just either some graduate student's project to see if they could do other studies in the future mm-hmm. or some honors thesis from, you know, undergraduate. Yeah, these, these, could, have been, these could have been psychology undergrads. Right. We know yeah. they're all messed up anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I experimented, <laughs> I, do too. I experimented on some of them. Um, well, and it also says... You were but, one of them, weren't you? Right. <laughs> I was one of them, and I experimented on them. It says, but none of the participants in the study could have been having sex for that long. The biggest gap in reported loss of virginity and the time of the study was seven years. And for some, it was only a few months. In other words, they're still really young and presumably oh, hold, hold on, hold have... Here comes my favorite sentence of the entire article. Go ahead. And presumably had many, many more... Years to come, in air quotes, of sexual experience. Years to come. Um, get it? No. We <laughs> we can hope that things change as you get older and are more comfortable in your body. Anybody want to volunteer to make an It Gets Better video for this, for your awful first time? Oh, I get it. <laughs> of course I got it. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you had to be... I... Well, as Donna points out in the beginning, uh, about 15 minutes ago, I don't get it. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I missed... I'll, I'll get as, that as in As in her comment that I don't get sex. Just, I, I, I'm not going to ask on details, but a small survey. 
Was your first time positive or negative? I can't remember. <laughs> okay, Gary's too old to remember. Donna? You know, it really wasn't either. It was there, and it was... Yeah. I apologize, and he knows who he is, and I don't think that he listens to the podcast. It was over way too quick. That's uh-huh. what I'm going to say. So it, was, it wasn't bad. It was just mildly disappointing. Not everything you thought it was cracked up to it be. It wasn't like the porn. It never is. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. So, you know, not that I watched a lot of porn because the internet wasn't around then, so all we had were the magazines and stuff. Well, no, you had that fuzzy TV channel. No, no, uh, vi- videotapes weren't uh, really popular. Oh, you're popular. that old. Okay. Yeah, you had the fuzzy TV channel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Where that was fun. you could make out a boob <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, we had, uh, actually, what, I, I remember which, which channel it was, but it, 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 it was scrambled, but... It, since it wasn't digital, it was analog scramble. So every once in a while, you see this boob just right in the yes. middle of the screen, and then it go away. The rest of the time, you couldn't <laughs> tell if it was a boob or an elbow. Right, and and, the, and the, but the audio was good. Uh, most I, of the time, most of the time, yeah, yeah. Um, but of course, the, the other problem is that we had the black and white television. <laughs> <laughs> so, so interestingly enough, the uh, the 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 African American guy from uh, Mission Impossible. I always thought it was tan. <laughs> I had no idea that he was actually black uh, until like years, like a decade later, I saw a picture. I'm like, oh, geez, he's black. He's not tan. <laughs> no idea. Didn't, I didn't, didn't care. It's like it's just like one of those moment that that light switch moment. And I thought that was and really that's related cool. to losing your virginity. How? Uh, no, the what scrambling. He said he lost his virginity to masturbating <laughs> to Mission Impossible. Okay. Yeah. It was cool. <laughs> oh no, masturbating yeah. to uh, what's her face dun, from dun, dun, uh, dun. from uh, uh, Buck Rogers. Okay. Oh yeah, Wilma Deary. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> well, that show was the spandex king. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. everybody. Apparently, everybody exercises. Nobody has any sort of weight problem. No, well, it's the twenty first, twenty fifth, twenty fourth, twenty first, twenty fifth, twenty fifth century. Yeah, 25th <laughs> Yeah, of course there's no weight problem. It's all fixed. You yeah. get the pill. Well, remember, they eat those little food discs. They yeah. didn't eat, like, actual food. Yeah, no, Which is a that. whole other anthropological argument over how we value weight and everything else. Because mm. look at Disney. I have a real issue with Disney. Okay. Well, but that's for another show. Okay. No, you know what? I'm going to say it right now. Okay, okay. Any time... That you see a woman in a Disney film eat. They either, something bad happens to them or they're a bad person. Huh. What happens to Snow White when she eats the apple? Well, okay, there's okay. the apple. Look at Ursula. <laughs> Ursula? Who's Ursula? Ursula the Sea Witch from um, uh, uh, The Little Mermaid. She's eating all the time, and she's the worst character in the. Uh, oh, but the uh, the 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 father from uh, the Amer- Arabian Nights one, whatever that was. Oh, the yeah. Uh, he's he's a little you know beach ball looking guy, and he's all right. But that's but a he's male. not eating. He never eats. Nobody in the films ever eats. But if you do, either something bad happens to you, or you're a horrible person. Hmm. Interesting hypothesis. I wrote a paper about it. I was going to say, could someone do the research? Apparently someone has done the research. (laughs) But it it goes back to 
kind of talking about things like porn, about how what we see in movies makes us how makes it changes how we think about what things should be. How we see porn makes us think how sex should be that first time. Yeah. There was an article in the Communication Research Journal about um, studying pe- men's viewing habits of pornography versus their opinions towards same-sex marriage. And the long and the short of it, sorry for the pun, is that the more <laughs> that men watch porn... Funny. <laughs> no, it's not even that funny. The more that men watched porn, regardless of socioeconomic status, the more comfortable they were in their attitude towards same-sex marriage. And it was there were a lot of hypotheses out there of well a lot of straight men's porn involves women going at it so if you're hmm. you you like you get turned on by the fact that two women are having sex together you don't feel so bad about it or you're used to watching guys' dicks as they're you know waving it at women or something or however porn works I don't know I never watch it um, <laughs> that's nice my- DVD collection Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Those are Doctor Who discs, I swear. <laughs> I bet you when we open them up, it's going to have Debbie Does Doctor Who. No, Dallas you're not allowed seven. to borrow any this week, Donna. Debbie Does Doctor Who. <laughs> Trisha Do- Does Do- Doctor Who. Doctor Who in the Massive Chasm. <laughs> the Devil in Doctor Who. <laughs> so like with Doctor Who, if you're watching a video and you're used to seeing dicks around, you're less negative towards penises <laughs> and... and and you know, say you have this, this is kind of a stretch. <laughs> Not, no, no, that's that DVD. Anyway, <laughs> um, or the idea if there are two guys with one woman, these two guys yeah. have to be close together. You yeah. know, if it's a double penetration thing, they have to be kind of close. Their junk has to go and go boop 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 because <laughs> things are kind of close down there. Well, so okay. if you're if you're watching these things, you're it's okay. more it's used in time to, to the music. You can't hear it. You're you're more <laughs> used to seeing people of the same sex in a sexual environment at oh, the same okay. time. Well, yeah. I so have that's one idea. One hmm. argument against this thing. Just I mean, I admit I didn't really read the article, but my first thought is then why didn't gay marriage pass in California? They had all of that influx of, quote, the Mormon money and everything else, and we all know that Utah has the highest subscription rate to porn. Okay, that's because it was produced in, it was in California where all the porn is produced, but maybe not all watched. It's all and, exported to yeah, Utah and Mississippi. Yeah, it was Mormon money, not Mormons that voted for it. Yeah, but they... They, they, were, they were against it, but... It's it's uh, the the article is talking more about in general it softens pardon the pun men's attitude towards same sex marriage. Now one okay. other idea in addition to the well you got same sex people on the screen together having fun and you think eh, it's not so bad um, is just watching porn makes you more comfortable with people who are more free with their sexuality and more experimental with their sexuality. So you don't have quite as negative a perception of sex. Now, again, you would kind of say, well, the devil's advocate of that is all the people who are secretly watching porn, you know, ministers or ultra conservatives or evangelicals or Mormons who are secretly watching porn but ashamed of it. And they lash out more at things like porn and homosexuality because they watch porn or they have gay feelings or bi feelings or whatever. They have feelings that they don't know what to do with. Exactly. Or that they're definitely not allowed to do with because of their position. 
so to speak. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's I, you can kind of see the idea of the the more you see people of various sexualities and sexual proclivities out there, that media has a tendency to make you think, eh, it's not so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's got some data behind it, but it's not, you know, there wasn't a it's lot of... One, it's one yeah. study. And it's one way. study, and there wasn't a lot of detail in the article yeah, I read on it. It, 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 it. For some reason, it reminds me a little bit of the, <coughs> the studies that, that say that watching porn makes uh, uh, people regular sex weird so so people don't don't have as much regular sex because they prefer the porn or they feel they have to compete or and yeah. live up to that yeah. kabuki style of sex yeah <laughs> sure i didn't make that term up it's okay. another dan savage thing oh, okay. but that the that it's it's porn is theatrical sex yeah you're you know all the positions they're in are in positions so the camera can see right. the mechanics to Basically, the lack of a better word. tab A slot B, you know, all that kind of stuff going on. You need to be able to see or, you know, weird positions no, no, or they're, weird they're, places. They're, yeah, they're, they're made for the camera. And if you ever see right, a regular sex, it's homies. just not interesting. Yeah. Right. And you got to think about that, you know, I mean, dog sitting there at the end of your bed going, wow, you guys do it really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, speaking about sex, I guess that brings us to lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> well, lightning I guess, round. Well, I guess that's what Gary thinks about sex, the lightning round. <laughs> yeah. I Wait, think what? of it more like a marathon. As fast as lightning. <laughs> okay. And hey. if your sex is shocking you... <laughs> yeah, you might want to get that electric blanket looked at. <laughs> Or the vibrator, or, or the, the, <laughs> the electric swing. So, the lightning round. The lightning round. Where Donna and I get 90 seconds to answer questions that Greg is going to fling at us. We have to fill in the blank. Flings it like poo. Yes, exactly like poo. Okay. So. All right, so the timer will begin when I I finish one of... When you finish the question, the timer will begin. (sighs) Okay. Excellent. Who's going first? Good question. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, catch a German bias toe. If you hollers, make him say, I surrender USA. I'm pointing at me. Okay, so, (laughs) Gary, you're going first. The timer will begin when I finish your first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. In the Archives of Sexual Behavior, economist Andrew Francis argues that the uh, the decline in risk for blank was a contributing factor to the 60s sexual sexual revolution. The decline in risk for uh, uh, STDs, but it had to do with sex... Syphilis. Syphilis. Okay. Uh, the Chinese government has confiscated time-lapse lapse cameras mounted to glaciers in the Himalayas because they thought they were... Spy cameras. A new investigation into fossils suggests that blank died out earlier than we thought. Neanderthals? A team of scientists have begun, uh, begun developing techniques for 3D printing of objects using Stem blank. cells. Donald Trump has filed a $5 million breach of contract lawsuit against Bill Maher, Bill Maher, claiming that he has proved blank by proving, producing his birth certificate. He has proved that he's not an orangutan. Yes, that he is not the spawn of his mother having sex with an ape. 
Uh, NASA announced that it has run successful tests and may soon be using the blank on the Curiosity rover. Uh, oh, the, uh, the hammer. Hammer drill. Hammer drill. Okay. Close enough. Uh, citing the smoke and apparent lack of recoil, some people are suggesting a conspiracy around a photo of blank shooting a rifle. President Obama. A study of American adults who smoke found that the smoking rate is 70% higher for those with blank. Uh, uh, mental disorders. A former Cincinnati Children's Hospital employee is suing after she got fired because she wouldn't get a flu shot because she's... Vegan. Scientists from the University of Oxford failed to replicate their initial success in adults during their first efficacy trial in infants for a blank vaccine. Uh, Tuberculosis. Very nice. Ten. Uh, Woohoo! I think that's the record. I think that is the record, and I think that you've won. Wow, that was... Can I just give up now? No. Let's give it a shot. I want to win dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're already dirty, so... Well, you've so often been queen of the podcast that true. it, you know, give Gary a chance, but you gotta let him. Win I it. want to be princess of the podcast. Okay, whatever you decide to call yourself, we will. Oh, I'll be king then. Oh. It's good to be king. <laughs> All right, you ready for your first question, Donna? Yeah, I'm Donna? ready because I'm not gonna win. So. <laughs> totally gonna nail it. <sighs> Brazilian evangelical pastor Vadici Picanto is in jail for telling that uh, the divine milk of the Holy Spirit came from blank. His penis. Iranian President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad jacket has declared that he would be willing to be the first of the country's blank. Uh, astronauts. Uh, psychic James Von Pra is suing his sister Lynn for using her maiden name in her psychic ads because blank. Basically, it'll detract from his. It's... She's not a real psychic, is what he said. It will confuse and deceive the public. As if a psychic wasn't bad enough of that. A study published in the Journal of Experimental Biology suggests that homing pigeons sometimes get lost because of interference with blank. Oh, um... I forgot. Skip it and go. Skip it and go. Low-frequency sound waves. A campaign of emails and Twitter hashtags convinced the Ottawa Regional Council Foundation to cut blank from their Bust-A-Move Foundation. Uh, Jenny McCarthy. Yes. Uh, Sociology researchers at the University of Washington surveyed married men and found that those who spent the most time blank had less sex. Uh, a DNA analysis of a skeleton found beneath a Leicester uh, parking lot has confirmed that the remains are blank. Richard III. Scientists were able to mitigate the hearing, sight, and balance issues of Usher syndrome by injecting blank into infant mice. Uh, cocaine. Genetic patches. A new study published online for the journal uh, JAMA Internal Medicine found a correlation with taking blank and kidney stones in older men. I don't remember. High doses of vitamin C. Sorry. How well did I do, actually? You got six right and three wrong, so you both answered almost the same amount of questions. It was competitive, I would say. Awesome. Congratulations. You are queen thank of you, the thank podcast. You, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. So thank as, you. as queen of the podcast, King. I will ask you. King. As king queen of the podcast. Just king. Do you want to quiz me? Sure. Alrighty. You ready? I guess so. After complaints, the Preta Manger chain withdrew their spicy tomato chips 
based on a non-alcoholic version of a Bloody Mary cocktail that were called... Virgin Mary Chips. Yes. Malala Yousafzai, the Pakistani girl who rose to international fame after the Taliban, nearly killed her for her efforts to promote girls' education, has been... Nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. What year? 2013. Yeah, that's right. Experts and amateurs are questioning the success of Iran's space launch of a monkey into space because before and after photos show... It, it looks like a different monkey. Yeah, it's definitely different than me. Saudi cleric Sheikh Abdullah Daoud has suggested that the best way to prevent sexual molestation of young girls is to... Make them wear burqas. Yeah. Florida fourth grader Emma Bartlett Bartelt won honorable mention in a science fair for her project involving... Drug-sniffing dogs and cocaine. Yeah. The UTSA College of Education and Human Development announced a new center focused on addressing the needs of... Autistic children. Researchers at Stanford University's Virtual Human Interaction Lab examined how using virtual reality experiences with superhero powers can increase... Helpfulness. (laughs) Some Turkish Muslims are calling the Lego set based on blank racist. Jabba's Palace from Star Wars. Yep. Researchers at the University of Tennessee in Mississippi found that positive first-time experiences reliably predicted satisfaction in sexual experience. There you go. I I lose a couple because we already talked about some of those. Well, Well, even counting them, you lost. That's fine. Boom, boom, chakalaka. Only nine. nine. Only nine. You are unquestioned king, king queen, princess of the podcast. It's good to be king. Yeah, but it wasn't good to be Richard III, apparently. Nope. No bad things Who happened may to him. or may not have been found. They still they think it is, but well, they, they, the mtDNA is coming back correct. So they, yeah, they compared it with like a long lost the mitochondrial relative. the mitochondrial DNA. Oh, DNA. I think I said TNA. I'm like, what? <laughs> yes, no. The mitochondrial DNA is a complete match for Richard III. Oh, yeah, I believe we had talked about that they'd found this skeleton right. months ago on the show, but now they've done the DNA analysis, and it looks pretty likely that it was Richard III, or at least a close well, relative. Well, the, the skeletal remains have distinct marks that, knowing what we do know about Richard III, the curvature of the spine and everything else, that I'm pretty sure the guys in, in England were like, no, we're... Because they're not going to make that announcement unless they were 99% yeah. sure. And then the mitochondrial DNA just recently came back, and that's what's caused the a lot of the, the press out about it that said, hmm, yeah, it's Richard III. Obviously, it's not the nuclear DNA. It's not a, you know, what you would call forensic 100% match. Right, but that whole CSI thing of you know doing a DNA 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 analysis in five minutes just is not true. Right, really, science is a lot more messier than all that. But it is now going to be a huge draw for the university, having the you know the and I believe that he is going to be um, retombed with. um, I can't remember where they said he was going to be retombed. Well, they Uh, they they bring in a piano tuner. (laughs) <laughs> no, they they found him underneath Forks. a parking lot, a lot, which is where a church used to be. Oh. And that's why they found it there. And you'd think people would have seen his ghost wandering about if ghosts were real. 
Well, all I have to say is Richard III has the best hide-and-seek game ever. He, he won. <laughs> I, I like the fact that some of the articles also talked about the fact that he died in his really early 30s, like 32, I think it was. But everybody who plays him, like Ian McKellen, like, is, is like 50 or 60 years old. Huh. So, uh, yeah, that, it's kind of fun, science-y type stuff. Yeah. But we'd rather talk about human sexuality, because we like that. Now, yeah. All right. So on that note, I guess uh, we shall say, Auf Wiedersehen. Tschüss. Bis später. Au revoir. Ciao. Bye. That's all I know. <laughs> the Skeptic Wire podcast theme music is by Oscar Lawn with guest mandolin by Greg Perrine. If you've enjoyed listening to The Skeptic Wire, leave a review on iTunes or leave us a voice message via the Podposted app for iPhone. Friend us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Skeptic Wire. Follow our blog at skepticwire.blogspot.com or send us an email, skepticwire at gmail.com. You've been listening to The Skeptic Wire. What do they say up in, uh, in Jersey? Bye. I doubt that. <laughs> See ya. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck you, Gary. <laughs> it's probably get away from me, you goddamn Oompa. <laughs> okay. No. Those people are not. No. Those people are not Jersey. No. Stop. No. <laughs> bad Donna, bad Gary. <laughs> hey, anyway. hey. Are you saying that they're no true Jersey? Oh, look at them with the logical fallacies. They no, are from New Jersey. The Jer- Jersey Shore people are fallacies. They are from New Jersey. They claim New Jersey as their home. But they do not you represent have- all of Jersey, is what I was saying. They are just like Bruce Springsteen is all not all of New Jersey. Just because like big teased hair is not all of New Jersey. Just like mobsters are not all of New Jersey. How do you know? Just like the Jersey fucking Turnpike is not all of New Jersey, despite the fact that most of the people, that's all they fucking see. It's Jersey Turnpike, so it must be full of industrial and smokestacks and oil There's a reason and... why they... Oh, New Jersey has parks! There's the Jersey fucking tomato and the Jersey fucking cow! We have farms, we have parks, we have mountains! I thought the Jersey fucking cow was, oh, I don't know, named after Jersey in England! No, no, Jersey fucking cows is available on adamandeve.com. It's right next to the I love you. Oh, God. <laughs> and the bear. Um, <laughs> Montana, where try, men are try, men, the women are too. Trying to shoehorn that way. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> the the rabbit. You bear. Oh, the rabbit. There you go. There you go, the rabbit. Yeah. yeah. And the beaver. <laughs> and the stuffed beaver. Bearded clam. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yo. Could you tap on your mic? I don't know if it's working. Pup, 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 pup. Oh, and this is, this is this is where, where Greg starts not recording my voice. Hi, we're not going to record it in your place. Gary, the podcast. <laughs> what happened to my voice, Greg? Why didn't you record it?
Well, that's why I asked you to tap. I wasn't sure. I'm I'm passively, aggressively uh, cutting you out of the podcast, Gary. (laughs) Fine. I'll record my own portion. (laughs) I've heard that about editing. Yeah, well, speak about strange. No, that's not a good thing. You're trying to go out and get some strange? (laughs) Yeah, because... Control your dog, sir. <laughs> it's the snacking of snacking. I couldn't think of a third one. That's why you don't always like Rick Perry. I couldn't think of a third one. <laughs> you can't think of a third reason why gays can't uh, no, be in the Boy Scouts. A- how many agencies you wanted to? Yeah, I know. That. Okay. I was being more current with my joke. I was not. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, snacking leads to weight gain. Not necessarily. And probably not, generally speaking. Uh, regularly, 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 regularly. That's a hard word to say. <clears throat> regularly. Yes. That word. Regularly. <laughs> regularly. Reg. Um, no, it's pronounced Greg. Constantly eating breakfast helps prevent obesity. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, I know I'm saying it regularly. It just doesn't sound it, right it, to it, me. It feels weird on the tongue. Yeah. And, whoa, that was puberty striking again. <clears throat> Your pubis striking again? Puberty. I, oh. My voice <laughs> My voice cracked there. And, whoa. That can happen. Mrs. Simpson, your cookies are ready. <laughs> to laugh. It's not going in the podcast, guys. <laughs> oh, no. I was just trying to power through it. Okay. Do you want me to repeat that so you don't yeah, corpse? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was trying. <laughs> you know, that's fine. You know what? That's fine. I can, I can cut around most of it. Because just you going, what? It's kind of funny. People will be going, what was going on? <laughs> if, they, if they ask at a conference or something, they can, okay. 